Hey, what's up, everybody? This is your boy, Unlimited Versus, and welcome back to the podcast. Today, we're going to talk about 10 tips for musicians on how to get the best results when recording. This article is from themusicsite.com slash music dash tools on how to production slash mastering. Uh, this is a, um, seems like a pretty good website. You should uh, check it out. Um, before I do that, um, let me start by saying if you're new to the podcast, I really appreciate I really appreciate you joining us. Um, however you came across this podcast, thank you so much to that platform, whether it's by by Spotify, by Apple Music, or by Pocket Podcast, or YouTube, Instagram, however you came across it. Uh, thank you so much. Go ahead and hit that like, that sub, and share this with someone who you think it would be interesting. Without further ado, let's just go and get through this part. And for the most part, I'm just going to pretty much read it word for word and just summarize it and just give my thoughts. Things like that. So it starts out by saying, make sure you get the most out of out of the time you spend recording your music by looking at the following recording tips below. One, use gear and equipment that you are confident and comfortable with. Don't waste time setting up or using gear that you haven't recorded with before because it'll waste valuable recording time trying to figure out how to get the best sound of it. Um, I concur with that. Yeah, I've, yeah, a lot of times we want the newest stuff or we see somebody else on YouTube or one of our other friends with the um, latest stuff and we think that we need that so that uh, we can get a good sound too. Um, that's not always uh, that's not always true. I would say because using unfamiliar technology uh, does gonna waste time because there's a learning curve that needs to be at right there. You need that learning. You need to learn um, not just the basics, just some of the uh, intermediate stuff, especially when you get into advanced stuff. So using equipment that you're already familiar with already uh, takes that out of, out of it. If you know that. Um, the mic that you use um, has to be on a certain setting, then you know that, or, or your computer's probably already memorized um, that you um, put it on a setting and it's like going to automatically set to it. So, um, and the next one, it says, make sure your instruments sound right and are in tune with the room you are recording in before you set anything else up. Also, Check what instruments sound like with a single microphone before you add others. I think that's for more for like bands and stuff. Uh, me personally, as a hip hop artist, um, all my instruments are on digital. Uh, I have a little practice drum pad thing. Maybe I might like bang out a little pattern real quick, maybe record it just to get the sound of it. Or um, there was a point where I was experimenting with um, like different sounds around the house and stuff like that. When you do that type of thing, and I'm sure you guys seen that on like TikTok and Instagram where they have a mic and they record some innocuous sound and then they make a um, beat from it, something like that. It's pretty cool. But yeah, that's what they mean by that. Uh, make sure you know if your room is echoey and stuff like that. I know this one's probably echoey. I got like one, two, three, four, five, six seven panels still sitting up out of the 50 or so that I had recently put up in here. They all just fell off because of the cheap fucking dope side of tape I used. But anyway, number three thing you want to do is always be aware of the distance of the distance you have been. Uh, oh, 
supposed to be around the distance you have been the microphone. What the fuck? I don't know. I think someone need to check the um, grammar. So, I always be aware of the distance you have been the microphone. Make sure you have space that allows you to move back if you need to. Being too close to the mic when performing a powerful ballad would be too overpowering, but too far away on the softer song means that you'll be too quiet. Be sure on the distance before you begin recording. Basically, you want to be aware of your distance. Um, you need to know how far you need to be from the mic, for especially if you're a singer, if you're singing melodies and stuff like that. Um, certain like high notes and low notes, you want to be either further away so that way um, the mic won't catch all the pops and start spiking and stuff like that. And if you're singing low, and you're singing like low tones, you might want to be kind of closer because you want to catch everything, you know. You kind of want that intimate sound, that that whisper sound. So it sounds really good in like R&B songs. And then after that, it says, don't overcomplicate things. It says, use the things you you know you need in order to get a good clean recording. Don't add don't add in unnecessary equipment like extra mics if you don't need them, especially of especially especially of they don't complement the other mics you're using basically just use what you need it almost goes back to the other one with the um the instruments uh make sure you use the one use the first one used to get it you're comfortable comfortable with that's another thing um you don't want to overcomplicate things um, sometimes sometimes you don't need the whole studio especially when you're recording hip-hop um there's lots of artists who record their um, tracks just on a laptop in, in their room, in their, in their mansion or whatever, you know. I think, who was it? What is his name? Ill Mind, a fucking, uh, what is that skinny, dark-skinned rapper? What is his name? Let me see if I can Google that. Hobson, yeah, Hobson. I think Hobson. He, um, he's. Um, I think his first album. He recorded that on a microphone from Walmart, like a blue snowball. As a matter of fact, I think he recorded like a blue snowball in like FL Studio. Like I think it was, I think it was like twelve or some shit. Now he up to like twenty point two something like that. But yeah, so like. Uh, sometimes you don't need to overcomplicate things, just and a lot of times, especially if you're going for that that um that raw feel, that um that raw that if you don't, cause there's a certain sound where like you can tell where it's like produced in a million dollar studio, and then there's just, and and the difference between that and uh, produced in a garage. Sometimes that sound is one it complements the style of the artist, you know the DIY type of artist, you know, as I am. People like Curtis King and um, Dorian Group A too and so on and so forth. Russ is a DIY artist, you know. He fucking did his own shit. <coughs> Let me see. The next one they said is know what you want to get out of your recording session before you start to record. That's something I need to try to. A lot of time I just go in without any goals just to record something, just so I can feel like I did something for a day so I won't feel all lazy. <coughs> and they say, 
try to try to do this before you get into the studios. It's pointless booking. It's pointless booking studio time if you don't know what you want to get out of your recording session. Always go in knowing what you want to achieve. I think that mostly speaks to the people that have access to a studio, especially if you have to book it because you got to pay, pay that money. Or at least the studio is going to pay that money out of your percentages in a way. Like, normal people, we don't have, like, um, access to studios and stuff like that. So that's that's why FL Studios and Ableton and GarageBand and things like that has a real cult following. But to be fair, yes, like, even me just coming into my desk, my computer area, I do need to have, like, a certain goal in mind. I mean, I kind of do. It's usually like um, record this verse or something like that. Maybe come up with a chorus or practice freestyle, something like that. That's more oftentimes than not. That's my goal, but it ended up blossoming into something else. When I practice freestyle, I ended up finding something that I said something that sounds tired, and I end up going with that like that. And when my schedule says, well, my so-called schedule says that I'm supposed to be practice freestyling for uh, an hour a day, something like that. And I'm, I'm on like 10, 15 minutes and I got a spark on for an idea for a song. Anyway, the next one says, limit the devices you have in the room while recording and use the shortest, shortest cables you have access to, but make sure they're still good. Doing things like this will limit the likelihood of picking up any other noise and sources while you record. Really? Now, that's something I did not know. I always try to get long chords, but just so I can have space and room. But I guess that does make sense with the uh, longer cables and stuff. The signals are being sent out throughout the most uh, cables and stuff or whatever. But that's interesting. And then they say, Having a large number of microphones set up can cause unclear sounds on a recording. The aim, the aim is to reduce this. The aim is to reduce this to ensure you get a good sound. Hearing is the best resource for pinpointing any issues like these. Make sure you listen out for any phase any phase issue when adding mics. So basically, you don't you want to limit the number of mics that you have. You don't need all. Especially like if if it's just you by yourself, why would you need two mics? I mean, why would you need two mics going at the same time? Come on. I, mean, I can I can see if you're recording a group, or uh, maybe there's like some uh, somebody sitting in the background, like um, Gladys Knight and Pips type stuff, something like that. Or if you want some Temptations type shit. But, <clears throat> but yeah, if if or even say like if you um who is it that um boy band like. Um, BTK or BTS, um, no disrespect to them, but say like them, maybe then you're gonna need some extra mics. But if if it's just you rapping on the mic, then you don't need two or three mics. Uh, I can understand having two mics for different things, maybe one for podcasting, one for recording vocals, and one for like uh, recording guitar or something like that. But not all of them going at the same time. Not in the house, maybe. maybe. Like I said, the situations are different. So, anyway, um, the next one says it's important to anyone performing in the studio. In the studio, has access to good standard studio monitors, and in order for them to perform for the best of their ability, this also means you need to 
You, you need an adequate environment in order to perform and get the best sounds. So basically, it says it is important that anyone performing in the studio has access to good standard studio monitor. Meaning you need some good speakers. Um, I don't think that's a requirement. Obviously, you don't want to. Uh, you don't want good speakers just so you can hear the best quality as you're making the beat, the sounds and songs and things like that. But you can always test it out on on other devices because you need to remember not everybody is gonna be listening to your your songs on those speakers like that. So you know, uh, computer, you know, computers. You can start out with with computer speakers and like go to your car and test it out. Go to your homie house, test it out with his speakers or something like that. <clears throat> but yeah, eventually you you are gonna need some studio monitors. You can't keep using like small, um, uh, small um uh, Logitech um computer speakers, which I myself am using right now. And the next one says, and this looks like it's the eighth one. Says, make sure you label what you record and take notes on what mic you use for what tracks in case you have to re-record anything later on. Also, it never hurts to take photos of your setup to know what you use and where it was placed. Now that last part, I have done that before, but usually with like chords and stuff, so I can know what chord go to what speaker and stuff like this. So I don't blow up nothing, shit like that. I have done that, or I just like um drawing a picture of it, a little slight little sketch of it. But labeling where you record and take notes, uh, that's something that's I need to do. I have so many stuff I'm labeled. It just says recorded uh, and a date and stuff like that. I don't know what it is. I have to listen to it. It's another thing too. It sounds like it's saying um you need to be uh, digitally or organized. You need to know. Uh, where all your takes is, because a lot of those, a lot of those uh, takes and stuff can be used used again in other tracks, or you know, references or uh, reflections and things like that. Or you can just um, chop them up in uh, vocal chops, something like that. And last, uh, probably one of the most important ones to remember to back up anything you record. The worst thing you can do is have a really successful day recording. And didn't realize you didn't back anything up. Make sure you back up and back up again after every recording section. Also, make copies just as an extra backup. You can never be too careful. I think FL Studio automatically backs up for you, but I'm not sure if I know how to like manually do it. I think I remember the space where you can do it, but yeah, that is super important. You do need to save also. Um, FL Studio has auto save, and you can actually set how often the auto save I think the lowest time is five minutes but even still within that five minutes you can do something and not save and be like damn it what did I do you know but yeah um that is it for for 10 tips for musician musicians on how to get the best results when recording this article um was posted by Lily Cattell. Like I said, that is the website is the com slash music tools. Check it out. It's really cool. I actually have this um, website bookmark. So it's a pretty good website. But um, we'll be back in a minute. Hey guys, we're back. 
We're back. We're back. We're back. All right. Um, this next thing I want to talk about is something that we can probably all use, and it is um, ten tips on how to build a fan base. Uh, this is on the same website, um, same person, Lily Cattell. And it goes, if you're starting out in music, expanding, growing, and building your fan base can be can be a tricky thing to do. However, we have a few, few tips you can use when trying to build your fan base and get your music out there. Take a look at these tips below. One, firstly, firstly what makes you stand out from all the artists that... That, that look like you. Highlight yourself from all other artists that you may be similar to and let fans know why you're different. Okay, obviously you want to stand out right there. That's, that goes without saying. Two, set up a mailing list so people can get regular updates about your music. Also, referral systems are, are a great way to reward any fans that refer a friend by giving them Free piece of merch like a key ring or a digital download code. Three, um, yeah, people always like free stuff too. Three, communication plays a big part in in expanding your fan base, so don't neglect it. If your fans support you and your music, so make sure you pay attention to them and c- communicate with them any way you can, like replying to comments and messages. Four, communication pays off because you satisfy your fans. This is likely to lead them to tell others about you, which doesn't cost you a thing. So make sure you connect with your fans. It can only benefit you. That was four and five. Doing a collaboration with fans can always be beneficial. Not necessarily a musical collab, but a project fans can get involved in. For example, you could ask fans to submit designs for your new album cover. That's a good idea. I like that. That's, that's a good idea right there. Give your fans exclusive access to things on your official website that only members can view. This will increase the amount of people that sign up to your site. Okay. That's good stuff there. Okay. Competitions are, competitions are great ways to get more fans and you don't even have to spend a lot. You can ask fans to get two or three friends to sign up and like your social page and comment on a post when done for a chance to win a signed CD, for example. I don't know about signed CD because <clears throat> most, most, if not all the music are all digital, maybe some, a merch, uh, a signed t-shirt or sweater, hoodie or something like that, or a poster or something like that. Maybe a, um, a venue ticket, something like that. Okay, um, you can also, number eight says, you can also give your fans something in exchange for their email address, like access to exclusive video or digital code to your new single. And nine, um, try out different types of music you pass, pass on to your fans to show your different styles. You don't stray too far from your actual genre as far as some fans may lose interest. Uh, ask for your fans' advice and opinions. This makes them feel included in your music and closer to you as an artist. Mm-hmm. It is true. I don't know why fans like telling 
telling um, other artists what they should do with their music and with their craft and things like that. Everybody loves to say, oh, man, you should do this and do this and do that. And like, we all do it. I do it all the time. I think that's just us um, trying to imagine what we would do in that situation. And it ends up, it says, following following these 10, 10 tips is a surefire way to build your fan base and grow your audience outreach, resulting in a win for you and a win for your music fan. If anybody hears this podcast and try any of these, let me know if any of these work. Specifically, um, what is it? Um, exclusive access to website, things like that, uh, fans collaboration. Let me know about things like that. Uh, I, I haven't tried. I don't think I've done any of these stuff. Uh, I don't really have any fans, but maybe I should try starting this song. <laughs> All right, we'll be back with the next session. Hey, guys, we're back, and we're going to switch gears for a little bit today, uh, or at least right now. What we're going to do is today's headline, and these are the headlines from HipHopDS.com as of December 17, 2022. First one is Tupac's stepfather, Matulu Shakur, is home after being released on parole. Congratulations to him. ASAP Rocky and Rihanna share first image of their seven-month-old son, a Rock Nation HD Ben Dope explained why communication is vital to hip-hop. Drake and Lil Baby had the most Billboard, Billboard Hot 100 hits of 2022. Congratulations to them. Um, Corey Ray has an admirer and actor Jason Mitchell. She's so fucking delicious. Rick Ross converts airplane engine into, into brunch table. Quote, this is a Ricky Rosé custom. <laughs> yeah, it sounds, sounds about right. DDG uses his real voice on new song, Maybach Curtains, <clears throat> as opposed to, anyway, uh, West Side Gun announces first international tour, 10 years in the making. I want to, is it him? Did the group officially break up or, dang, man, they were a powerhouse trio, man. Anyway, The weekend receives uh, 2022 Alan Slate Humanitarian Award for Social Activism. Congratulations to him. Juice get missed. He's afraid of NBA young boy. Quote, he put that fear in your heart. I mean, I guess if you want to tell everybody that. Wiz Khalifa Morris into George Clinton and Spinning Gold movie trailer. So he's playing George Clinton in the movie. That's interesting. Ice-T takes credit for Amazon changing delivery driver dress code. Cool. Romeo appears to call out his father, Master P, over his sister's death. First of all, let me just say um, rest in peace to her and send healing prayers to them and their family. But dang, man, I don't know. I haven't. I mean, I haven't really been uh, catching up on that story. I like breezed through it, but not nothing too major. Uh, Young Miami reveals biggest misconception about her relationship with Diddy. You can check all of these out on hiphopdx.com. Uh, and the main one is Megan Thee Stallion's ex-boyfriend connection to 1501 label circulates as she takes the stand. Mm, it's something I, I haven't really been catching up on that either, that whole stand stuff. But anyway, let's move along to hip-hop singles. We got Lil Heat with Left for Dead, uh, KT Foreign featuring Lil Weirdo Valuable, Kingfish featuring Big Crit, 
Another Life Goes By. I want to check that out. Hidden Hills Forever with Angels and Demons. Loose Cannon featuring Draco the Ruler. Ball Out. Wale and Sensei, Fuck Love. 22nd Gym featuring Lil Beam, Get Dangerous. I wonder if that's the Lil Beam from the, um, oh, what's that one? Um, app commercial with the, um, underground rappers. He just goes off on his shit named Beans. <laughs> anyway, Atmosphere with, um, Sculpted with Fire. And then there's some people release some videos. You got Corrupt C Mob. Um, with Want Smoke, Smoke Perp, Shoot First, Mark Cox with Aaron, um, Lil Yoshi featuring Hot Boy Dude, Head Youngin, Seneca with Mo A Moment of Silence. Can we please get a moment of silence? You know what? This song right here has longevity. I'm telling you, this song is going to be played at a funeral for years to come. Mark my word, watch you heard it here first, uh, December 17, 2022. Watch. God will, if I live 10 years later, I'm I guarantee this song is still going to be played at funerals. Watch. Just like the uh, Summertime song by Will Smith. That's longevity. When you make a song that, that that's something that relates to everybody, it 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 ten, tends to have longevity. Just like the um, Summertime song, everybody loves Summertime, chilling in the Hanging out with barbecues and things like that. That's why that song gets played almost every year at every single freaking barbecue. Anyway, yeah, next we got Paper Route Woo featuring Snoop, S N U P E Bands, Mold Me, Larry June, Larry's Dinner, Pronto Spaz Out, Jiggy Music Part 2, and that's it for this episode for the day. I want to thank you guys so much for tuning in. I really appreciate you. And as always, hit that sub button, that like, share, do all those good things. Comment. Let me know what you think about today's episode. Let me know what you think about the production. It's actually a kind of different setup that I'm testing out. Uh, getting ready for the next year or season two. You can't see me, but do, I'm doing air quotes. Season two. Um, let me know what you guys think. Um, Hit me up, um, pretty much all, all forms of social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, um, all that good stuff. You can find me even on, on Xbox. Um, for some reason, I decided to spell my name wrong in my dyslexia ass. So, unlimited is spelled wrong, but that's still me. Anyway, as always, I stay true. Peace. <laughs>